Hey everyone, welcome back to Invest Dream. I'm Pankaj, and today I'm going to answer a question that came in on Twitter from Deepit, who is one of the co-founders of a startup in India called Insurance. Coming up next. So the question that Deepak asked was, how can Series B plus growth stage companies create a thesis around strategic investments, acquisitions, and other opportunities for inorganic growth? Um, so one of the things that a startup that is much later stage than typically what we talk about on Investream is uh, one of the things that you probably want to do is identify what your key objectives are. Uh, and build a thesis around that. So for example, if you're trying to expand your tech team and bring in some skill sets that you don't currently have in your team, and it's hard to find people with the appropriate level of skills that you need, or for whatever reason, uh, it may not be a bad idea to start thinking about acquiring or acquiring a company and bringing in that talent. So in that example, the who in your thesis might be a computer vision startup uh, that hasn't yet raised the Series A. The how may be cash to investors and cash plus stock to the team to incentivize them to stick around for three to five years. Uh, now, if your primary objective is growth, uh, it's important to clearly identify what is core to your business and what isn't. Uh, you may choose to invest or acquire startups or talent that are only core or core and ancillary to the business. Uh, the difference in approaches, it's directly re result of your company's strategic plan and it's gonna vary company to company. There's no one answer for that, but it, it, I think it's important to identify you know, what is your key objective and now start breaking that down and saying, okay, we want growth in the core product or we want growth uh, through ancillary products that complement the core product. Um, so it's important to kind of sit down and map out that strategy first and then build, start building out your thesis around that. Uh, it's also incredibly important to identify how much money is available for M&A, how much money is available for investments, and kind of like take a portfolio uh, approach to deciding how that money is going to be allocated, right? Uh, rather than just saying, all right, we're gonna take a certain amount of money and use it for all of these activities. I think it's good to kind of, it doesn't have to be a hard or rigid rule, but at least identify and say, all right, this money, 80% of it is going to go to M&A and 20% of it is going to go to opportunistic uh, investment. It's, I think it's important to build out a team that's going to focus on executing this thesis. They buy into the thesis and um, they have, they're going to focus on building the relationships with investors and founders that could bring the right type of deal flow to you so that you can start executing these strategies either through M&A or through investments. The, the, the challenge on the investment side might be that your time horizon to get a return on this investment might only be one or two years or three years, whereas some of the startups that you're investing in 
uh, might actually need five years or three to five years or more even to become useful to you from an economic perspective. They may become useful to you from a ancillary uh, product growth perspective sooner, but I think it's important to be clear on that right at the beginning. Um, so that time horizon is incredibly important. Let's focus on growth a little bit because that was kind of uh, the focus of Deepit's question. For a content startup, uh, growth can be achieved in a couple of ways. Ads, uh, better growth hacking, improving retention, increasing engagement, and of course producing or getting access to content that people want to share. So that viral aspect, right? Um, sort of like the videos we do here at Investor. Now, you can acquire a startup that has built tools to improve effectiveness of ad spend and integrate the team and their product to focus only on your business. You can invest in a content creation business and work out some sort of deal where they'll produce content exclusively for you um, and or maybe give you an exclusive for a certain amount of time. Uh, so yeah, these are some examples of how you could find growth through ancillary products, either through an M&A uh, deal or through an investment. So I hope this answers your question. And of course, if you've got follow-up questions or if you've got comments on uh, whether this is completely bogus and it doesn't work or yeah, you've tried some of this stuff and it has worked. I'd love to hear from you and from other folks as well who have uh, tried, later stage companies that have tried to uh, figure out growth through either M&A or through uh, strategic investments. If you haven't yet subscribed to the YouTube channel, please hit subscribe now. And don't forget to hit the little bell so you get notifications of every new episode of Investring. Thanks again for joining me. I'll see you again next time.